the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of the Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and impact their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. We thank God for the opportunity to come again before him in the second day of uh, Halftime 2020. I welcome you to the second day and the first night and I believe that you are fully set for what God is doing. You are standing solidly in prayer and in the word of God. Tonight we are will be praying after my exhortation with you. So I want you to go ahead and start a watch party. Invite, share the link with as many people as possible. And get friends and family to hook on because it's a recovery time. Go ahead and type in the comment box, it is my recovery time. Because that's what it is. And as you have typed it, so it shall be for you in Jesus' precious name. Let's bow down our heads even as we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you praise again for the opportunity given us to be alive and to stand in the place of prayer. Thank you, Father, for strength to go through this season of fasting and prayer. We ask the Lord in this moment that we have together, you share your word, you, you breathe upon your word, grant us wisdom and illumination. Let revelation flow like rivers of water. In the name of Jesus, grant understanding to everyone that is tuned to this broadcast at this time or watch it thereafter. And let no man ever return the same. We give a praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Let's go back to our text, which we began with yesterday. First Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 to 8, and then verse 16 to 19. First Samuel. Now it happened, when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that Amalekite had invaded the south and Ziklag, and attacked Ziklag, and burned it with fire. Verse 2. And are taking captive the women and those that were there from small to great. They did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Verse 4. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahinoam, the Jezreelites, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, have been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Go ahead and type in the comment box, I shall be strengthened in the Lord my God. 
I choose to strengthen myself in the Lord my God. David was greatly distressed. The people spoke of stoning him, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Every time you read the Bible and it introduces a battle like this, you see an immediate shift of focus. David strengthened himself. He was weak on the outside. He was distressed on the outside, but he chose to strengthen himself in the Lord his God. 7 to 8. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech, bring me the ephod to me here. Abiathar the priest brought the ephod to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue them and shall I overtake them? And he answered them, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. And we are told that David subsequently, in verse 16 to 19, David, upon the approval or the affirmation of God, or the response of heaven to his prayer to pursue, overtake, and recover, David went ahead to pursue. And the good news was that David recovered all. And I came to announce to you that in this fast, as you stand in the place of prayer, as you pursue in fasting, as you stand in the place of fellowship, as you begin to receive the word of God by faith and appropriate it in your life, you also will pursue, you will overtake, and you are certainly recovering all. Go ahead and type, I'm certainly recovering all. Everything you have lost, valuables you have lost, monies you have lost, property you have lost, anything of great value to you, anything significant you have lost in the past six months, within the coming seven, the 30 days, 90 days, the next six months, heaven will respond with total recovery for you in every area of your life in the name of Jesus. Like I, I told you on Sunday during our third service that scripture is written for our learning. In Romans chapter 15 verse 4, the Bible said, For whatsoever was written aforetime was written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Everything written in the Bible is written for our learning. The good instruct us on how to be good. The bad instruct us on bad things to avoid. So whichever way you look at it, everything in the scripture instructs us in one way or the other. And when we read the account of David, we see that he came to a place in his life where there was nobody around him. He was all alone. He was left alone. People were around him, but in in the innermost of his being, in the regions of his soul, emotionally he was left alone, spiritually he was left alone. And that is one of those places that when you find yourself, it looks like you are most vulnerable. Life has left you all by yourself. You seem to be most vulnerable. But I, was to, I also want to let you know that in the times where you are left alone, some of those times can be some of the finest moments of your life. You remember, the Bible says in Genesis, and Jacob was left alone, and the angel rested with him until the breaking of day. Until Jacob was left alone, there was no way he could wrestle with the angel and then have his name changed from Jacob to Israel, which was his ultimate destiny. Sometimes we don't like to be left alone. As human beings, we always want to have company. We always want to have people around us. But the Bible says, in quietness shall your strength be. 
When you learn to be alone, sometimes God is able to reach you at the time where you are alone than where you are in the midst of a lot of people. And I pray that in this season of fasting and prayer, apart from our corporate meetings on this platform and in our auditoriums from Wednesday to Friday, I pray that you also learn to discipline yourself to find time alone with God in prayer and in meditation and then in reflection of your life for the past five months for the past six months so you can position yourself aright for that which god is set to do in your life you will not miss your place in this season in the name of jesus but it's important that david did not just get up and began to pursue we need to appreciate that when david heard the news his people contemplating on stoning him even before he could speak to god the Bible said that David strengthened himself in the Lord is God. Tonight, I speak to you on strengthen yourself in God. Strengthen yourself in God. It's important that you appreciate the place of strength in God. You must understand that when you look around you and there is no strength, there is no help, there is no energy from anywhere. In God, there is always strength for you. In God, there is abundant strength. In God, that's what the, the psalmist says, in God have I put my trust. Every time you put your trust in God, help comes for you. Psalm 46 verse 1, it says that the Lord is a present help in the time of need. Verse 1, the Lord is a present help in the time of need. God helps those who reach out for him. And as we are reaching out for God in these times, God is coming through for you in the mighty name of Jesus. My God is coming through for you in the name of Jesus. May the Lord help you in the time of need. May the Lord strengthen you. He said the Lord is our refuge and strength and very present help in the time of trouble. This David knew and this David practiced. At the time when nobody was around him to encourage him, the King James Version says David encouraged himself in the Lord. A lot of things have happened in the past five months in our nation and across the nations of the earth. And a lot of people are perplexed, others are discouraged, others are distressed. But I have good news for you. You can still find encouragement in God. You can still find strength in God. And it's important, particularly as it relates to our ability to recover. If this season will be a season of total recovery for you, I tell you, the first thing you need to do is to learn to strengthen yourself in God. It's critical. That's foundational. You must strengthen yourself in God. And that's what basically we are doing in this season of fasting and prayer. We are creating an avenue to strengthen ourselves in God. Why is it important that we strengthen ourselves in God? Because number one, there are situations in life where no one but God can strengthen you. No one, there are situations we find ourselves in in life where absolutely no one can help you but God. No one can strengthen you but God. These were men whom David had helped. If you read first Samuel chapter 22, you realize that when these men came to David, they were nobodies. They didn't have anything. They were not mighty men. But David groomed them. David used the anointing of God and the grace of God upon his life to strengthen them, empower them, and cause them to become giants. And lo and behold, these men turned their backs on David when David needed him, them most. 
that was a very uh, sorrowful sight that was a very painful moment but david understood what apostle paul also understood second timothy chapter 4 verse 16 to 17 apostle paul was speaking he said at my first answer no man stood with me nevertheless the lord for all men forsake me he said at my first answer no man stood with me but all men forsook me he said nevertheless the lord stood with me notwithstanding the lord stood with me and strengthened me you see you must understand that in life there comes a time where even when people wish to stand with you they they may wish to do it but they may lack the capacity and the will to do it and at those times you must learn to find strength in god apostle paul said at my first answer he came to a place where there was none to help him but at that moment god came through listen when you feel that life has given you the worst of cards and that there is, you have come to the end of your life and there is no hope in sight, I want you to appreciate that there is never a place like that with you as a child of God. Anywhere you find yourself in life, God is ever ready and present to help you. That's why they call him a very present help in the time of need. I don't know where you are in life. I don't know how your situation looks like at this time of the year. But I want you to find strength in God. I want you to find confidence in God. I want you to find hope in God. Because God is about to do something new in your life. God is about to set you on a course of total recovery. Go ahead and type an amen if you believe in the comment box. Number two, we need to strengthen ourselves in God. Because the journey to total recovery cannot be undertaken in the arm of flesh. David understood that. So when they abandoned him, he strengthened himself in God. The journey to total recovery, I tell you, it can never be undertaken in the energy of the flesh. The Bible says that David strengthened himself, not in his macho, not in his financial power, but he strengthened himself in God. Why? Because by strength shall no man prevail. First Samuel 2, 9, by strength shall no man prevail. Romans, he says, it's not of him that willeth, nor him that runneth, but God that showeth mercy. He says the race is not to the swift Ecclesiastes. The battle is not to the strong. Bread is not to the wise. Riches to men of understanding, but time and chance happening to them all. You are not helped until God helps you. You are most hopeless until God becomes your hope. And I pray that in this season, you will understand that the journey to total recovery will not be by might. There are so many things people have lost. There are so many things emotionally, spiritually, physically that people have lost. And if you are going to recover them all within the next six months, I want you to very much be appreciate the fact that it will not be by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of God. And I see the grace of God come upon you. I see the Spirit of God take over your life. I see the Spirit of God bring you help like never before. Aren't you happy to hear that the Spirit of God says in the book of Romans, likewise the Spirit helpeth our infirmity, for we do not know how to. There are times where only the Spirit of God can help us. And I pray that in these times, the Spirit of God will help you, the Spirit of God will quicken you, the Spirit of God will energize you. May you be supernaturally charged, may you be supernaturally quickened to run and overtake and recover all. When the Spirit of God helps you, you are helped. When the anointing of God comes upon you, you can run, you can be sure you will overtake 
and by all means recover all. I see the anointing of God coming upon you to overtake. The same anointing that rested upon the man Elijah. And Elijah ran and overtook Ahab on a chariot. May that anointing rest upon you. May that anointing come upon your business. May that anointing come upon your family. May that anointing cause you to run and overrun chariots and overtake and recover all. Type a believing amen there. And then number three, we need to strengthen ourselves in God because total recovery never comes without a fight. Total recovery always comes with a fight. Many people want to recover, but the unfortunate thing is that not many people are ready to fight. Listen, life is war. If you are not ready to fight, you will never become a victor in life. And I know as a New Testament believer, you are quick to point out, oh, Jesus fought all our battles for us and conquered. It's true. But there's another fight we are called to fight. And that is the fight of faith. The fight of faith. Fighting from a position of victory, not fighting from a position of defeat. Fighting to maintain the victory Christ has already won for us. And we call it a fight of faith. And you must, you understand that faith is not cheap. Faith is not cheap. If faith was cheap, many people would have it. But a lot of people who live their life at the sight level, as a natural level, they live, those spiritual men, they walk as natural men because they are not functioning by faith. And for you as a man, the Bible said, the just shall live by faith. The natural man walks by sight, but the just lives by faith. And when you live in faith, you have to learn how to fight the fight of faith. The fight of faith. In the book of Luke chapter 11, verse 21 to 22, look at what the Bible says. Luke 11, 21 to 22. It says, when a strong man arm keepeth his palace, his goods are safe. When a strong man arm keepeth his palace, his goods are safe. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and over, overcome him, he takes away from him all his armor, which he trusted and devised his sport. Satan has taken over, stolen some things from you, your joy, your peace, your spiritual life. Through the lockdown, your spiritual life may have gone down. A lot of things may have gone down. Your finances may have gone down. Satan has locked all of that up. And for you to go take it back, you need strength. To go overpower him and to recover all. That's why you need to strengthen yourself in God. And as I close, let's quickly look at six ways to strengthen ourselves in God before we get into prayer. Six ways to strengthen ourselves in God. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, it said, Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How do we function in strength in God? How do we strengthen ourselves in God? Number one, we strengthen ourselves in God by feeding our spirit regularly with the word of God. By feeding our spirit. If you are going to remain strong and steadfast, you have to constantly be feeding on the word of God. You have to. And I mean constantly and regularly on the word of God. Not a one week off, one month, one week on, one month off. No. Not hearing the word sparingly. A whole week. You listen to sermon once a week, twice a week. That is not the way to sustain your spiritual strength. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith does not come by hearing once and once in every three days, once in every two weeks. No. Faith comes through constant hearing of the word of God. God's word ministers faith. God's word brings strength. 
Look at what the Bible says, Psalm 104, verse 15. He says, And wine that makes, it, makes the heart of man glad, oil to make his face to shine, and bread that strengthens man's heart. Bread strengthens man's heart. What did Jesus say in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by everywhere. God's word is bread. And when you feed on the bread of the word of God, it strengthens you. I see divine strength coming upon you. Every time you feel weak, the moment you slot in a message of faith, a message of hope, by the time you listen twice or three times, you see that fresh energy, fresh zeal, fresh love, fresh hope begins to spring up in your spirit. That's what the word of God does. The word of God ministers hope. The word of God ministers like Jesus said, the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. That's why you must control what you hear. You must control. Guard your heart with all diligence. Guard your ears with all diligence. Don't just listen to things that do not edify. Don't just listen to anything that does not empower and charge up your spirit. You need to constantly be feeding on the word of God. Look at how Jeremiah puts it. Jeremiah 15, 16. He said that words were found and I did eat them. And your word was unto me joy and rejoicing of my heart. Your, your word was unto me joy and rejoicing of my heart. When you hear the word of God, it ministers joy. Ah, what a good news. The joy of your Lord, of the Lord, then becomes your strength. I see you functioning in strength. Your strength shall never grow weak. You'll be moving from glory to glory. You'll be moving from strength to strength in the mighty name of Jesus. So feed on the word of God. Don't get so busy that your Bible is thrown away on the shelf and for weeks you go without a Bible. Make time to fellowship with God in the world. Make time to study the word of God. Study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Receive the grace to love the word of God again. Receive the grace to meditate upon the word of God again. Receive the fresh love and hunger for the word of God. David said, oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all day. May the word of God be your meditation all day. From today onwards, in the name of Jesus. Number two, by feeding on the communion as often as possible. By feeding on the communion. And you must learn to buy those items and serve yourself the communion. In this fast, I encourage you, get those elements by yourself. And be feeding on the communion week after week. Week after week, daily. The early church, they continued steadfastly in breaking of bread. They ate, they fed on the communion. Depend on it because the communion is an avenue for strength. Jesus said that they, there was neither in the, in the scriptures. Jesus said, your fathers did eat manna. John 6, verse 49 to 51. He said, your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. But I am the bread that cometh down from heaven, that the man may eat thereof and not die. And he was talking about his body. They ate manna and they were dead. But you see, even the manna they took, according to the book of Psalm 105, verse 37, Psalm 105, verse 37, he said, there was not one feeble person among their tribe. No one who was weak. There was not one feeble person among their tribe. You know why? They were depending on the manna. The manna, Jesus said, they ate and they are there. That manna gave them strength. It was the same angel's food that we are told Elijah ate and went in the power of it 40 days. That's the power of the communion. No wonder Apostle Paul was speaking. And he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 30, he said, for this reason, many are weak 
and some are sick and many sleep. For this reason, what reason? Because they were not taking the communion the way they ought to take it. They were not taking it in faith. They were not taking it in understanding. They were not observing the required spiritual protocols that comes with partaking of the Lord's table. He said because they took it in a negative sense, they were weak. They were sick and they, some of them died. But you see, the same thing that can bring weakness, sickness, and death, when it's taken in the most appropriate way, brings life, brings healing, brings strength. And that is what when you take the communion in faith, it does for you. That's why you must feed on it daily. Take it like medicine. As often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. And number three, if you are going to sustain your strength in God or strengthen yourself in God, you must set time aside habitually to wait on God. Set time aside habitually to wait on God in prayer, in worship, and in fellowship. Number three, if you are going to make sure that you strengthen yourself in God, set time aside, set time aside, set time aside. This is a generation that is so busy that we have no time for the important. The most important things of life, people in our generation don't have time for it, including Christians. We can make time for every matter business except that which is needful. Jesus told Martha, Martha, you are troubled about many things. You are troubled about making money. You are troubled about closing the deal. You are troubled about so many things, except the needful. I pray that in this season, you will learn to discern what is needful. You know, to succeed in life, you don't have to do everything. To succeed in life, you just have to find out the most important thing and give your all to it. That's what guarantees success. Success in life does not mean that you have to do everything. It just simply means that find the most important, give it your best shot, and then you will see your vision and your dreams come to pass. And one of those things that is most important is our relationship with God. And for that relationship to be strengthened, for that relationship to be enriched, every now and then we need to set time aside to wait on God. Look at what the, psalmist, uh, 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 the prophet said in Isaiah 40, verse 28 to 31. He said, Has thou no know, has thou no heard, that the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He said, He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Then he says, Even the youth shall faint, and the young men, the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, like we are doing now, like we are doing this week, as we wait upon God, our strength is renewed. And when our strength is renewed, we are empowered to run, overtake, and recover all. In this season, your strength is getting renewed. As we are fasting and your body is growing leaner and leaner, as we are losing energy in the flesh, don't be worried about it because you are gaining supernatural strength in the spirit. Your inner man is being quickened. Your inner man is being strengthened day by day. As we fast, as we spend time praying in the language of the spirit, sharing fellowship, praying in the spirit, meditating upon the word of God. And as we stay time, stay, spend time worshiping the Lord and exalting him, we move from strength to strength. We move from glory to glory. I see you go from strength to strength. In the name of Jesus, this fast will bring you great renewal of strength like never before. You will run and outrun chariots in the mighty name of Jesus. Number four, strengthen ourselves by speaking to ourselves. You see, one of the things that 
we are taught to do as faith people is to learn to speak. We are encouraged to speak to things. We are encouraged to speak to situations. We are encouraged to speak to people. But one of the things I realized a lot of Christians have not learned to do is to speak to themselves. You must learn to speak to yourselves. The Bible said, be not drunk with wine. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 to 19, he said, do not be drunk with wine. Wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 19, he says, speaking to yourselves. Speaking to yourselves. Speaking to yourselves. That is something you must learn to do. Don't just speak to God. It's good to speak to God in prayer. But when you have spoken to God in prayer, learn to speak to yourself. Tell yourself, I'm blessed. Tell yourself, I'm rich. Tell yourself, I'm the head and not the tail. Learn to speak to yourself. Never allow yourself to cast down. One of the things that gave David a lot of strength, a lot of hope, a lot of confidence, the reason why David could not be discouraged was because David always encouraged himself. He knew how to speak to himself. You read the Psalm, Psalm 42, verse 11. David will be speaking. He said, why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him. There was a time the man was almost losing hope. All his sense of hope, all his sense of hope was almost gone. David learned to speak to himself. Go through the book of Psalms. Countless times, most of the Psalms you read and you're excited about, it was simply the man David in distressing times speaking to himself. So listen, you learn to speak to God. We speak to God when we pray. We speak to situations when we command them. But we speak to ourselves to encourage ourselves. We speak to ourselves to edify ourselves. You must learn to speak to yourself. The Holy Ghost lives in you and is in you to empower you. He's in you to equip you. And one way, one medium through which it does it is when you learn to speak to yourself. When you wake up in the morning, tell yourself it's going to be a brighter day. Today is a blessed day. Opportunities are coming to me. Breakthroughs are coming to me. Open doors am I. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am blessed and highly favored. In all my ways, I'm protected and secure. Learn to speak to yourself. You read the book of Psalm 23 and you see David speaking to himself. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He said, he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my and what a psalm. That was David speaking to himself. There is no way you will be discouraged. There is no way you will lose strength when you learn to speak to yourself this way. Speak to yourself. I know the situation around you is bad, but don't allow the situation to control you. Speak to yourself. I know that you may feel discouraged. People are trying to discourage you. Speak to yourself. I am coming out of this. I am coming out as more than a conqueror. I am a victor. I'm not a victim. I'm more than a conqueror. Learn to speak to yourself. Psalm 27, David said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Learn to speak to yourself. And as you speak to yourself, you see yourself moving from strength to strength, from glory to glory. Number five, we strengthen ourselves when by not forsaking the fellowship of the regular fellowship with the saints. Coming to church, and that is one of the things that COVID-19 has really succeeded in doing. And that's why you must not allow it to continue to keep you at home. Now that the church doors are open, don't stay at home. I'm telling you, nobody stays at home to grow in spiritual strength. 
There is a certain amount of spiritual strength that you can accumulate when you are at home. But I'm telling you, the longer you stay at home, <laughs> the less your spiritual strength becomes over time. Very soon, you will see yourself doing things that you never thought uh, you could do. Very soon, you find yourself committing sins that hitherto you were never doing. Certain long habits you have broken long ago, you will find yourself getting back to them. Why? Because you are staying away from fire. You cannot sustain your, the fire when you stay away from the fire. Make sure you are by the fireside. This is where the action is. Stay in fellowship. Don't allow any journalist to sit on TV and uh, spew lies to you. They don't know what they are talking about. The Bible said, do not. Look at what Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 says. He said, let us not neglect our meeting together. Let us not. When COVID-19 came at the initial stage and we couldn't do it, online was fine. But now, you cannot be staying at home. Wednesday, we are meeting in church. Monday, Wednesday through Thursday to Friday, we'll be meeting every night. Don't stay in your home and say, oh, I'm watching it on Facebook. Listen, you cannot sustain spiritual fire watching on Facebook. God knew that someday Facebook will come. God knew that someday YouTube will come. God knew that all kinds of internet platforms will come someday. But he wrote in his word, let us not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another. In the early church, we are told, they continue steadfastly in fellowship and in breaking of bread. They met in the temple and in homes. We are told in Psalm 84, verse 7, he said they go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. Every time we appear in Zion, we have an opportunity to increase in strength. I see you increasing in strength. If you are going to sustain spiritual strength, number six, if you are going to sustain spiritual strength, it's by maintaining the joy of the Lord at all times. I like talking about this. Maintaining the joy of the Lord at all times. Never lose your joy. Never lose your praise. Ooh, the man David was a man who never lost his praise. Every time. If you wanted to see a man who was praised for, David was a man. Psalm 34, he tells you, he said, bless the Lord, I will bless the Lord at all times. That includes the time that he felt, he felt distressed, he felt abandoned by the soldiers he had raised. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Listen, anything that quenches the praise of God from your mouth quenches your spiritual strength. Anything that quenches the praise of God from your mouth quenches your spiritual strength. You remember some, some, when Jesus quoted the psalm, he said, out of the mouth of babes, his ordained praise. Praise has been ordained. Praise is strength. We are told in the book of Nehemiah, he said, then he said to them, go eat, go your way, eat the drink and drink, eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions to those to whom nothing is said, for the day is holy. Need that be ye sorrowful, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Don't allow anything to quench your joy. Don't allow the circumstances around you to quench your joy. Happiness is a product of happiness, but joy is a fruit of the Spirit. You have it within you as a child of God. You can stimulate yourself. He said, do not be drunken with wine, wearing its excess, but speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, singing and making melody in your heart to God. 
Make sure you maintain your joy. The Bible says, although the fig trees are not blossom, neither shall there be fruit in the vine. The labor of the olives are fed. The flocks shall be cut off from the fold. Yet, I will rejoice. No circumstance should stop your joy. Look at what the book of James says. It says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. I know the past four months, five months, six months have been difficult. I count it all joy. It's an opportunity. It's a setup for a comeback. It's a setup for elevation. It's a setup for a lifting. I see you getting stirred up in your spirit. As your door restores to you, your harvest is coming. As your door restores to you, I see you ride upon your high places. I see you take your place on the high places of the earth. In the mighty name of Jesus. You want to open your mouth and pray and say, Lord, I receive fresh grace. Open your mouth and say, Lord, grace, grace, grace to wait on you in these times. Grace to be strengthened by might in my inner man. Grace to be strengthened with might in my inner man. Open your mouth and begin to talk to God. Don't get tired of praying. Open your mouth wherever you are, whether you are in your car, you are in your office, at home, wherever you are this time. Lift up your voice and begin to speak to God. Langa boko si balaba hamna labata sobre devetese. Sande kelelebe kalalabaku handelebe zaba. That is the first step, 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 the first and the most important step to be able to pursue and recover all is to be strengthened, is to be strengthened, is to be strengthened. Pray in the Holy Ghost as you are strengthened now. Pray in the Holy Ghost. God is strengthening you now. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Stimulate yourself. Stimulate yourself. Get your joy back. Take your joy back. Take your love for the word of God back. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to speak to God. Langre de keto kale bahande belebo sandaba rapato kale gande kazuba liko indagazu galeande kasuande ingre niga luza bandia fradi kalolobokosha nalabahanda rega bakosha galalabatiaza ingalalabakondaga reka tu gelebra divo sende kandi andalaba poka suna labaki andalaba mandi zole kandi buliate zavadu kasanga labataya Open your mouth and speak to God. Get your energy back. Get your life back. Get your strength back. That's all you need to pursue, to overtake and recover all. You need to be strong in God. And I've shown you the way to be strong in God. Open your mouth and ask for grace that this fast, you will not break it. This fast, you'll be able to continue all through the fast and wait on God in the mighty name of Jesus. Lango Shagalalabakantesa, Munda Balebalaba, Munda Balaba, Munda Balaba, Munda Balaba, Munda Balaba, Reko Shagalalabakante Kelebeliba Andasa, Ingolobo Zebredeve Lebelebelebelebelebeandaga, Reko Tekeleba Subra Deva Kutagana, Imbo Kushana Labrahande, Ivale Kalotasa, Ivale Kadota, Ingo Shangana Balibo Ande Gelebesabra, in Jesus' precious name, receive fresh strength from God. I see your strength restored. I see your strength renewed in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Thank you. Begin to thank God for renewal of strength. Thank God for strengthening you. Thank God that you are ready to pursue. Thank God that the, strength, that the strength of God imparted to your spirit. You are equipped, you are empowered to pursue, to overtake and recover all. Lift up your voice and we thank God. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We honor you. We bless you. In Jesus' precious name, I declare to you, you will pursue, you will overtake, and without fail, recover all. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Maybe you are tuned to the broadcast. You say, Pastor, I'm not born again. That's where it starts from. You want to give your life to the Lord. Pray this simple prayer. Put your hand on your heart and pray this simple prayer of faith with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity and the privilege to hear your word. I admit I'm a sinner and I call upon you. Come into my life. Be my Savior and my Lord. I believe in my heart you died for me. I confess with my mouth that you are my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. If you pray that prayer in faith, I have no doubt Jesus has taken residence in your heart. You are now a child of God. You are a new creature. All things are passed away. All things are becoming new. The Holy Spirit takes residence in you. We want to hear from you and help you in your walk with God. Send us a message. Send us a WhatsApp. Send us a mail. Let us hear from you. We love to hear from you. We love to be in touch with you and guide you in your walk with God. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord preserve you. The Lord watch over you and protect you. Pastor Afrakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages, as well as books by Pastor Afrakwa, please call 540 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afrakwa on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also visit our website www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services. 7 a.m. first service, 8.30 a.m. second service and 10 a.m. our third service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service at 6 p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanama Ejekuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station Santa's Runabout, Kumasi. God richly bless you.